This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. On today's episode of Entrepreneurs Get Visible, we're talking all about LinkedIn and how you can make the absolute most of the program by talking to one of the world's expert trainers. But before we do that, I want to just share with you an opportunity for you to get on this show. Now, it's not very often that I make In fact, I've never done it for this show, an opportunity available for listeners to come on and get featured on this show. But I feel very strongly as we move towards my 100th episode that I want to give something back to my listeners and to my communities. So I am giving 10 opportunities to come on my show, to have a recorded message, to tell us a bit about you and your business and what you do. And then one of those lucky people will get a chance, will win a chance to be on my show as a fully featured guest. So you can get your message out there and reach a much wider audience. We have tens of thousands of listeners all around the world and it's a big platform. We've had some incredible guests like Carrie Green. We've had people like Rob Moore. We've had Brad Burton. And the quality of the guests, I think you'll agree, has been pretty stellar and you will be up there amongst them. So if you want to find out about how to do this, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get dash featured or click the link in the show notes to find out more. I'd love to have your voice on my show. So today then we are talking about LinkedIn and I am so excited by having this guest with me today because I found out about her through LinkedIn. I saw someone post about LinkedIn and the fact that they had read a book that was going to change everything for them. I then went over to another social media platform. I think it was Facebook and somebody else was talking about this lady. And all of a sudden, she's on a friend's podcast and then she's somewhere else. And all of a sudden, she is just in my world everywhere. Now, Sam Rathling is the author of Linked Inbound. So Linked Inbound is her book and it is taking the world by storm. She really is one of the world's leading trainers in how to use LinkedIn for business. And we're going to dive in today to what you need to be doing to make this work. And I highly recommend her book, Linked Inbound. The link will be in the show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, I would love you to meet Sam Rathling. So on the show today, I have got with me someone whose book absolutely filled me with urgency to start changing my behaviours. Sam Rathling is, has written, I think, probably the best book on LinkedIn. It's called Linked Inbound. And I really am excited about this episode because I discovered Sam from somebody else. It's one of my clients' podcasts. And it really hit a nerve that I had so much that I wasn't achieving on LinkedIn. So hi and welcome to the show, Sam. Thank you so much, Anna. It's great to be here. So I heard about you on my good friend Amy Rowlinson's podcast, Focus on Why, and talking about basically how you got started in LinkedIn and your journey then to becoming one of the lead trainers in it, mm-hmm. and then obviously having your, your, your recent book launch. So talk us through exactly what happened for you where you knew you were going to niche into LinkedIn. So that takes me back a decade, Anna. I mean, I, um, I used to teach how to develop relationships, whether that be through networking in an, a face-to-face situation or networking online. So I used to kind of do a combination of both. And 
I went to an event and heard about this thing called niching and picking your target market and focusing in on something. And I just figured that I just had to select something. And at the time, there was no one really dominating the LinkedIn space. I'm talking like 10 years ago. So I chose LinkedIn as my core subject back then. And, you know, I just made a decision that I wanted to become, a, you know, a leading global expert on the topic. And you've done it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to the beginning. What I find with people who are thinking about LinkedIn, maybe they've got a handle on on Instagram, maybe they've got a handle on Facebook, there's still a resistance to people running small businesses, particularly coaches or experts in their own field. Maybe there's a resistance to getting over onto LinkedIn. What do you think that's about? I think it probably stems from some stigmas around LinkedIn. It used to be very much a place where you went to get a job or it was very recruitment focused. But back in 2016, when Microsoft acquired LinkedIn, there were some significant shifts and changes. And you know, it's become much more of a place where you can really um, grow your visibility, build your credibility, create a personal brand. And in my opinion, it's the only platform where you can get so much organic free reach for your brand. And if you're just starting out or if you're um, running a small business, it's really important that you have marketing tools available to you that aren't going to cost the earth. So if you look at Facebook, it's become very much a pay to play space. To make it work, you've got to give Facebook money. Whereas LinkedIn is very much um, a space where you can get lots of visibility really quickly without paying LinkedIn a penny. That whole organic networking and and the different levels that people are at and what level of network they are into you, that's really powerful, isn't it? Because you're not just tapping into the people you're connected with like you would be on Facebook. It can go wild. Absolutely. I mean, I've literally just had an email from a client. He came on my three-day masterclass two months ago. He just sent me a thank you email. He said, Sam, thank you so much. My profile views have gone up to 8,000 plus in the last 90 days. I had a post that went from nothing to 129,000 views. And he was averaging three to 5,000 views a post. So he was doing pretty well. But he had one post based on my advice that went to 129,000. And he just told me he's acquired 18 new customers in this month through LinkedIn. And we're recording this in the middle of lockdown. So you know, that's amazing when you can get that kind of reach. And that's the thing, isn't it? This is not just social media. This no. is business. This is real lead generation. And I, I I like that that's what you're you're talking about. We're not talking about just showing up on social media for the purpose of visibility. It's so that you are actually converting people. Correct. One yes. of the things that I discovered in your book that I hadn't come across anywhere else was the concept of the SSI number. Would you just talk through for my listeners what that is and how they can find their own SSI number? Sure. So SSI stands for Social Selling Index, and it's a score out of 100 points that you can get a really good gauge as to how well you're doing on the LinkedIn platform. So every single one of your listeners can go and check their score out. So I'm sure you're all scrambling for a pen right now. And that would be linkedin.com forward slash sales forward slash SSI, which stands for Social Selling Index. So I'll repeat that. It's linkedin.com forward slash sales forward slash SSI. You can go check that on your phone or on your desktop version, but you will see that you've got a score out of 100 points and you're given a score across four different categories. One of them is all about establishing your professional brand. So that's to do with your content and your profile. The second one is to do with finding the right people. And that's all to do with who you're connecting with and who you're adding into your network. And really to do with the prospecting pipeline building that you should be doing on LinkedIn. And the next piece is about engagement. And the final piece is about building relationships. So have a look at your score. The magic happens, as you know, Anna, because you read my book. Mm -hmm. uh, the magic happens really in the high 70s into the mid 80s. That's really where you want to be aiming for. If you look at your score today, don't worry where it's at. 
if it's really low, it's not that difficult to move the needle in the right direction if you know what you're doing. So as I was saying to Sam just before we started recording, I read her book because I'd heard her speak on someone's podcast and I consumed it. I didn't even want to wait for the paperback. I'm actually getting a paperback copy as well because I want to take notes and just slow down. I read the whole thing in an evening with a couple of glasses of wine, I'll be honest. (laughs) And then I'm going back again and working out exactly what I can implement first, exactly which things I can easily make consistent in my everyday life. And I had no idea about that SSI. So that SSI is Social Selling Index. And it's thinking about your social media activity as, as a sales tool in itself without necessarily constantly bombarding people with promotion and offers. Correct. Yes. You definitely don't want to be selling on LinkedIn directly. It's very much social selling is all about the art of selling without selling. So it's about building your visibility, building up your credibility, getting people to come to you. So it's more pull than push. The minute that you sell, you will repel. That's my phrase because it's horrible when someone connects with you and I'm sure you've all had it. Someone connects with you and then immediately they send you a sales pitch into the inbox. And that's definitely not way, the way to do LinkedIn, nor is it appropriate to be pitching directly or selling directly on the newsfeed. It's very much about building up your profile and positioning you as that go-to person for whatever niche it is that you focus on. What main mistakes do you see people making? The pitching thing is a really common one. They People are just spamming um, people on LinkedIn and messaging people really badly. People using automation tools, thinking that there's a shortcut. Um, I'm a big anti-automation. There are some tools available, robots, AI, there's hundreds of them out there. Um, They're against LinkedIn's guidelines and they don't make things easier and they certainly don't make things a pleasant experience for people on the platform. And I think, you know, people, they just don't post enough, like, If you take most people of all the 675, nearly 700 million users, there's only about three and a half, four million people that post consistently on the platform. So if you think about that as an opportunity, if you're listening to this with a small business or an expert business coach consultant, whatever it is that you are, and you're looking to get visibility on social media, LinkedIn is a great place to do that because most people are lurking in the background, worried about what to do and don't really know what they're doing with it. So the minute that you step forward and get yourself more visible and post consistently, even if you're not quite sure what you're doing yet, posting something is better than posting. Um, In terms of consistency, what does that look like for you? So consistency is absolutely key with any social media platform, but I think more so than ever on LinkedIn. I think there's certain things every day, every week and every month that people need to be doing. So content, putting out content would be one thing. LinkedIn is looking for you to be an original content creator. So not just sharing other people's posts, but actually thinking about what can I post and how can I add value and how can I give to this network? So posting consistently. Second thing would be outreach. So you need to build a network of people in your target market. So doing that every single day, you know, I work with an amazing sales coach and building your sales pipeline is so critical and you need to be prospecting every day Mm. with consistency, even if it's only five or 10 people a day, but every single day you need to bring people into your network who are in your ideal target market. And I guess the third thing is just really build relationships, you know, no selling, but just be consistent, show up engage on other people's posts, like and comment, you know, just like you would do on Facebook. So be active on the platform and you'll be amazed at who comes towards you. Be amazed at the relationships you'll build. Do you think it's necessary to have Sales Navigator in order to be finding those prospects? It's not necessary. And if you're listening to this and you're brand new to LinkedIn, don't even go near it because 
unless you know what you're doing with LinkedIn free version, don't even think about stepping into the Formula One car. (laughs) (laughs) If you can't drive your banger. I'm exactly yeah. You've got to learn how to. You've got your L plates on at the moment, right? So there is no point in putting you in a in a in a Formula One Ferrari and then not knowing what to do with it. So there's no point in investing something. I mean, it is an amazing tool, but you've got to know what you're doing with it. So I believe it's a f- phenomenal tool. But and I teach sales teams in very large court companies how to do LinkedIn with Sales Navigator. But if you're a small business just starting out that doesn't have a clue what LinkedIn is, don't even go near. Um, that yet. Learn the organic version first. And in terms of the organic content that people put out, yeah, there are many different ways of and types of content. Could you run through a few of those that are maybe not as obvious to people? Yeah. So there'll be a few different types of posts that perform really well organically that maybe people aren't used to. So most people will be familiar with video and photographs, et cetera. But there's something called a document post on LinkedIn, which is a fantastic little feature where you can upload a PDF or a PowerPoint slide deck and actually create a document that looks like almost like the turning pages of a book when it when it posts. And I get so much organic reach on those posts and hardly anybody uses them. So they're quite a nice little feature. So a document post, if you've never used one, have a go at that. You'll just see it when you go to the normal place where you go to create a post on LinkedIn, but you can upload a file. My only tip with that would be that you need to make it very big text and not very detailed so that people can actually read it. If you don't already have it, LinkedIn Live is being rolled out at the moment, but it's an application process right now. We've just literally posted this morning that LinkedIn has just created something called LinkedIn Polls. So you can now use polls on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, I created my first poll this morning. So that's being rolled out to everybody as well. So there's some some different types of features that maybe people aren't aware of that are worth trying because the engagement on those can be really high. So when we're talking about this and making this difference through being visible, that whole nirvana of people coming to you and flocking to you because they know you as that go-to person, how far off is that for someone just getting started on the platform? I always say to people, you know, once they've learned LinkedIn fully, you know, it's about a 90 to 120 day process to go from nobody knowing you to really starting getting traction on the platform. I think the going from nobody knowing who you are to becoming a a go-to number one, I think that's a process of years. And, you know, I think the first step is to go from, well, being kind of a generalist like everybody else to kind of specializing in something and then working on towards becoming that kind of go-to expert. So for me, that's taken 10 years to go from, you know, nobody knowing who I am to now being, you know, one of the, one of the go-to people on the planet for LinkedIn. But I didn't, I had the goal to go from, not everybody listening to this is going to want to be the number one in the world for something. But let's say you just wanted to be the number one in the East Midlands, or you just wanted to be the number one in London for what you do. You know, that is a process of being out there, putting yourself out there, being visible, being consistent, showing up, Mm. you know, building your network with the right people and really focusing on knowing what you want and knowing who you are and your identity. I love, Sam, that you talk about that uh, in terms of I wanted to be one of the best or the best in the world. What does it mean to you that you have actually achieved that? I'm on a big mission, Anna, to have a billion in sales for my clients. So my mission is very driven on the results of my customers. And for me, that's about having a mission that's bigger than yourself. So that's not about my sales results. That That's about the results that my clients get. So I'm very focused on hitting a billion by 2025 so that I can say that everybody that I've touched, whether it be you know someone like yourself that's picked up the book or whether it's someone that's been through my three-day course or whether it's someone that has joined my academy or whether it's somebody that has you know outsourced everything to my team, 
I don't care what level of engagement they have with me. My big mission is to generate a billion pounds. And I feel that people that are around me and are in my community and are, you know, that follow me kind of buy into that because everybody wants a piece of that billion pounds. And I, and I want them to help them get, you know, I want to help. On a personal level, because that's a very grand plan. I have no doubt you'll do it because when you set a big mission and you're an ambitious person, it happens. What does that mean for you on a personal level? Why are you driven to do that? I've always been, I think it's because my grandma, I've always been a, like a giving person and wanting, like I'm really driven by helping others. Ultimately, I'm building a legacy for my kids. I've got three amazing children, two of which are already very entrepreneurial and they're all under 13. So mm-hmm. for me, it's about building a sustainable business that is impacting and inspiring thousands of people, but at the same time gives me the opportunity to build something that I can you know, at some stage in the future, allow my children to benefit massively from. So, you know, yes, there is a drive to help others, but at the same time, I want to build the biggest, the best business in my space on the planet. Brilliant. I love that. And I love that you are making major inroads in doing it. And so knowing the difference that this work can make to other people's lives and to to their businesses, but to their personal lives as well, What do you think is the most important message people need to hear about getting on LinkedIn and how they should go about it? So I think people A, need to be on there. So if you're listening to this and you haven't even considered LinkedIn as a platform, you definitely need to to make that leap. I think that you need to really think about before you take that step, who is your target market? Because too many people in the early stages of their business want to be everything to everyone. And in my book, that leads you to no one. So if you're struggling to get new clients right now, if you're not getting enough leads, if you don't have an abundance of people coming towards you, it's possibly because you haven't nailed that real focus on exactly who it is that you want. So my usual advice to most people that come towards me is that's the first step before you even start doing anything on LinkedIn. You've got to figure out who you are and who you want to be visible with. Because when you've got that nailed, you can create a great, amazing profile that speaks to that target market. When you've got that figured out, you can create amazing content that really resonates with those people. Um, When you've got that figured out, you can build relationships with the right people to get you to those clients. But until you figure that out, there is no point in you spending hours and hours on any social media platform, but especially LinkedIn. I think people struggle with that, don't they? Deciding on the one focus. There's that fear that if I put all my eggs in that basket, that I'm going to lose all of the other business that I'm not getting yet anyway. You can't lose what you never had. Oh, at least what you never had. So I, th- I find the whole thing fascinating. And I, I actually only came to LinkedIn about a year ago now, I think it was last April or May, having had a profile for years that I was almost a little bit embarrassed to look at because it didn't reflect who I was anymore. And I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't know how to post on it. And I think a lot of my clients are experiencing this as well. There's then that fear of, I don't, I don't know how to come across corporate and that's not not really the point, is it? No, not at all. I think it's, you know, your profile really, the mistake people make is that they create their profile all about them and you've really got to make it all about your potential client. At the end of the day, imagine that your ideal dream client is right now looking at your LinkedIn profile and you've got to think to yourself, would I become a customer of me today based on what I currently look like on LinkedIn? And the answer for most people is absolutely not. And quite often, it's your LinkedIn profile that will come up on search results ahead of the fancy website that you spent hours investing time and energy in, ahead of any other marketing that you're doing, because LinkedIn's such a heavily used site. If someone goes and Googles your name, chances are LinkedIn's going to be one of the first things that pops up. 
And you, if you're embarrassed at all about what you currently look like on LinkedIn, that would be step one. Like go sort your profile out and make sure it actually reads. Sort it out. (laughs) Sort it out. You know, it's, you know, it's one of those things that people have got on their list of things to do. And remember, it's networking for you 24 seven when you're asleep, when you're on holiday, your LinkedIn profile is out there networking for you. And it's effectively your brand ambassador. So, you know, you can get massive visibility on that profile with the right keywords and with the right optimization. And so few people have their profile set up in the right way. And it's making sure that you've got all of those extra things, all of the media files, all of the recommendations, driving people to give you recommendations, giving recommendations, building those relationships that's really valuable. For me, coming back to the platform, it was a bit of an eye opener. I kind of thought, I don't know if it's for me. I'm really comfortable on Facebook. It's just, you know, it's my platform of preference. I find it easy to be there. A lot of my ideal clients are on Facebook. But when I got consistent, and I didn't even know half the things that you're talking about now, Sam, so I'm going to be really intrigued to see the results I get because I'm, I'm like you. Once I'd set my, my heart on doing something, I will do it and I will get the results. But being, being that targeted and taking that determined action every day already over the last year has made a tremendous difference. I think today I will hit 10,000 people and I think I started a year ago with 250 people and they're all my ideal client or the majority of them are my ideal client. That's really powerful to be in a room with all your ideal clients. And it's amazing. It's incredible. And I think, you know, it's not just about the people you're connected to, as you said earlier, the impact when you post consistently, like if somebody likes or comments on your post, it's their networks that get notified about it. So, you know, your next best client or your next best lead could potentially come in from somebody that hasn't even, that isn't even connected to you. My biggest corporate client came from somebody in my network engaging with my posts. And he happened to be connected to the commercial director of one of the biggest companies on the planet who happened to say, do you need a LinkedIn? You know, we're looking for a LinkedIn expert. Do you know anyone? It was only because he'd been engaging with my post that this guy in my biggest client now saw that particular post and I got contacted. So don't think about LinkedIn as just the people that you're connected to. The impact of the wider network and the visibility you can get in the wider second and third degree networks is humongous. And that's really exciting, particularly when you think that over on Facebook, for example, you put a post out, it's pretty much gone within 24 hours. But on LinkedIn, because it it expands with the network and the connection of whoever is commenting or interacting with your post, then if there's a new comment that comes in, your content then kind of gets pushed to the top again. And that's, that's amazing. The longevity of content on LinkedIn is really different. It's amazing. Like, you know, a, good, a decent LinkedIn post will last a week and a half, two weeks, you know, and, and and if you take the other platforms, as you've said, that is the, you know, the longest length of time that a piece of content will be around. So, you know, every new like, every new comment, it just pushes that straight back up to the top of the newsfeed and into more and more people's views. So as long as your content is relevant, it's helpful, it's originally created, it's well thought out, even just something as simple as putting a question on your post will drive engagement because when you ask a question, people answer. So, you know, just a simple thing like that to put a, a question on the end of the post will drive more engagement than a post that doesn't. So obviously today, I want as many people as possible to go and get a copy of your book. And I'd highly recommend getting the paperback as well, because I really wish I had one already so I could properly take notes. In order to kind of bring this into a conclusion, what are the three things that you would say someone who isn't making the most of LinkedIn, what are the three things they should absolutely do 
from now on, from listening to this interview onwards to get that consistent visibility? So the first thing would be you need to build your brand. So that's about getting your profile sorted and getting content out there. The second thing is that you need to build your pipeline. So that's about prospecting and connecting with people who are in your ideal target market. And the third thing is you've got to build relationships. You know, this is an amazing platform where you can really, really build some incredible relationships with people and go there to give, don't go there to get. Yeah, there's a lot in that, I think. Go there to give your value, to connect with the people and don't go there just to get the sales. It's got to be a two-way process. So thank you so much for coming on today, Sam. Where is the best place for people to come find you? Obviously, I've mentioned your book, but in terms of places to connect with you, can I guess the platform of preference where they should connect with you? (laughs) If you haven't already connected with me on LinkedIn, then when you do connect, though, mention that you listen to Anna's podcast because, you know, I do personally reply back to people. Um, I love using video and voice messages back to people as well, which is a feature on LinkedIn that nobody uses. So please feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. I am on all the other platforms as well, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok even. So feel free to connect with me there. But do mention the podcast that you that I've been on with Anna when you when you reach out to me so I know where you came from. And you know, all the other details I'm sure Anna you'll be putting on the bottom of the uh, podcast. Yeah, absolutely. All the details about Sam's book and where to find her will be in the show notes wherever you're listening to this. So thank you so much, Sam. I hope that everybody has gleaned some real valuable information about LinkedIn. I cannot tell you how much I've got from that book. Go buy it, go read it and implement. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.